Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's coming up podcast. Uh, this episode is brought to you, of course, by Power Sauce Bars. Power Sauce, the bar that was made from <laughs> old apple cores and Chinese newspapers. Oh, Deng Xiaoping died. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we're of course talking about the Simpsons episode, King of the Hill, which is, um, the 23rd episode of the ninth season. And it originally aired in 1998 and was written by John Schwartzwelder. And, um, that's two Schwartzwelder episodes back to back. I know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it was directed by Stephen Dean Moore and showrunners at the time were Mike Scully nerds. Are you happy nerds? Hell Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I'm Uh, excited to talk about this. I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, it's not a contest. I bet we're equally excited about it, though. I would say I'm probably a little bit more excited. <laughs> I don't know, Allie. Why don't, why don't you let me deem what's a contest Ooh. and what's not a contest? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Suddenly this podcast takes a turn and we hate each other all of a sudden. I mean, we could joke about it, but it would never happen. I mean, the, the, I this is my favorite thing I do in my life, and I do a lot of things I love, yeah. inc- including watch The Simpsons a bunch. <laughs> Brag much? <laughs> Brag to 10-year-old Allie much? Hello, Allie. How are you? Bad? <laughs> Not now. Now you're good. Yeah. <laughs> 10-year-old me was pretty stoked, uh, but that's beside the point. But if you're a 10-year-old, let us know. <laughs> If you're a 10 year old, let us know. <laughs> anyway, I love it so much. Uh, today we are talking about King of the Hill, like you said, with special guest John Gabris. Oh, thanks for having me, ladies. I wasn't sure when to speak, but I would like to say I'm even more excited to talk about oh this episode than you guys. Oh, my God, you're so wrong. I will have to say, uh, you've great podcast etiquette for just saying, I wasn't sure when to speak. Yes. You know, we actually edited the sound of your voice so that we can't tell who it is until we announce you, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, fair it's enough. It's just like John from Delocated. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Changer. Um, so, uh, the way that uh, we got you on this podcast was you and I were just on uh, Colton Dunn's show on Rooster Teeth. And uh, like happens in most small rooms I'm in, uh, The Simpsons came up. Yeah. And I don't, I think I just heard the Sim- you guys were talking about The Simpsons, <laughs> and I just stormed into the room and was like, I went to the Hollywood Bowl. I love The Simpsons. I'm a 33 year old comedian, of course. <laughs> you know, and everyone was like, slow down, slow down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I can't believe the Hollywood Bowl thing was a year ago, around this time. That's crazy to yeah. me. That's really... That that was really fun and ended really poorly. That's uh, I mean, that's what we talked Bart about. Man. Dude, the do the Bartman thing was upsetting. Do the Bart it yeah. felt like a coda too. Like the show had ended. <laughs> yeah, and it was it fireworks like, happened. <laughs> yeah. Fireworks happened. And literally then... a finale. Like a, <laughs> yeah. what, what constitutes a grand finale in almost Sometimes any other encores are disappointing. It's because oh. they think people are leaving to get parking. Right, right, oh. right. Mm-hmm. And I, Do you think that was strategic that they were like, let's have a really disappointing <laughs> encore with a I, song that you know uh, Michael Jackson wrote for uh, us? Actually, they just released that Michael Jackson did not write it. We need to find who it was, but this is going around. It was all a Michael over. Jackson impersonator, it the was, famous Michael Jackson. So Michael, <laughs> Michael Jackson did contribute parts of it and did want his name in it and did you know, some, some small things. And of course was a voice actor on the show. Uh, we should, we should pull up what this guy's name is, but, um, this person just came out saying like, listen, it was fine for the past 20 years, but at this point I'd like to clear the air at some time in the history. Matt Groening said that it was Michael Jackson. Couldn't believe we got Michael Jackson to do it, but he wasn't really a part of the process and didn't know that that isn't actually what happens. And I would like to admit that it was me who did it. Uh, so this is, this is something that I saw on Reddit just the other day. And, um, I found very interesting, but we'll because come back your, with that. Because uh, of your Reddit Simpsons Google alert that you have? <laughs> I, I am subscribed to uh, R, R the Simpsons, but I think it was actually um, Today I Learned. Ooh. So it was even more broad than that. Is that what T-I-L stands for? Oh, come on. You're kidding me. I'm serious. Oh, Re- my God. That's Re- amazing. Yes, yes. Reddit yes, and Snapchat are like the two things in... like. I stopped learning about computers like right before Reddit <laughs> became popular. Like I can't You're Reddit is something I've person. never done and Snapchat's something I've never done, so I don't know. Was the impersonator's name Kip Lennon? That sounds like it could be. I think be. that was who was actually at Simpsons Take the Bowl because um, for those of you in Los Angeles who were um, given the great treat of being able to see Simpsons Take the Bowl last time, last time, last year, um, Kip Lennon came out and said, they explained that it wasn't actually Michael Jackson singing Happy Birthday, Lisa. He didn't want to sing on it for some reason. He had like some weird 
bizarro reason for it. So the impersonator came out and sang Happy Birthday, Lisa, which was great and very tear-jerking. Um, but since that was the only Michael Jackson impersonator on record for The Simpsons, working for The Simpsons, it seems plausible that it could have been it him was him doing that did it. Do uh, the Bartman. <clears throat> this song was written by Brian Lauren or Brian Loren. Uh, so this is something that just came out and has been resurfacing. Uh, oh, okay. So look up Brian Loren. How prescient of them to be able to distance themselves from Michael Jackson in case of any <laughs> bad news coming up about MJ. It's, They're it's... all like, actually, it was an impersonator. Someone else wrote the song. We never even met the guy. It's pretty smart. Uh, yeah. Although we they did give just... themselves an escape clause. But if it's happening just now, it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. too late. Yeah, the paperwork has been really backed up for the last couple of years, and they're, they're just like, getting to certain boys, things. Boys, get the news out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about Michael Jackson as much as I wish we were. We are talking about a a interestingly titled uh, episode. It's kind of, we were talking about it before we we started recording. Just how funny it is to have to search this because, of course, Hanging of the Hill is a wonderful cartoon that was on at the same time yeah and they were back yeah. to back right they were back to back yeah i remember that they were in the animation block right. but, which i guess but, is not confusing to people watching in a real time but now <laughs> in the internet yeah. age searching for it yeah, is no one's like watching chore. the because you you never knew the titles of the simpsons episodes right they didn't I show didn't, them at the top no. of the episode really. like it wasn't yeah, exactly. what's that unless, unless it was, it was treehouse of horror. horror yeah it's not like uh always sunny where they would like you know right, that yeah right. you get this thing it's funny though i i remember and sorry if i cut you off no 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 uh, i don't care i <laughs> i really don't yes, care yes you did I'm but i don't talking. mind wow. <laughs> uh, <you're laughs> i'm like, out of here i i the do remember this guy that's ever stepped foot in my house i i do remember the promos not for this episode but when king of the hill became back to back because they hadn't always been there was this promo that said uh the simpsons are getting new neighbors and then you saw the family from king of the hill and then they made it seem like you were getting a crossover which i think they'd already done the critic at this point so i'm just like well that'll be interesting but but they they really just meant they're going to be back to back but it was a very misleading promo time rather than space (laughs) yeah Yeah. a different continuum well as an established tv trope i feel like they were playing with fire that's a cat that's the sound of a cat in the background (laughs) this is just so exciting I, ha- I don't have such cats, an immersive so this is so fun podcast. for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to get, uh, we're going to, oh, what is it called? VR. We're going to do VR of yeah. this podcast. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, you're going to put on, um, not Occam's Razor. Uh, no, no, uh, that's Oculus right. Rift. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to put on Occam's Razor. Oh, that's going to hurt. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> that sounds like some weird futuristic cologne, <laughs> right? I don't know. Before the... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was that gonna... Roy Batty is like the spokesperson of that's yeah. for the Blade Runner fans at home. <laughs> yeah. Are you ten? <laughs> are you a ten-year-old Blade Runner fan? Well, you are an interesting character. Please write in. <laughs> oh man, I want send that letters. So bad. You probably do write letters, you nerd. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. A ten-year-old Blade Runner fan is going to grow up to be an obnoxious person, and as an adult, I feel like. Oh, maybe. Am I obnoxious? Oh, were you a ten-year-old Blade Runner fan? Yeah. I didn't have to ans- ask that question, but <laughs> yeah. I knew the answer. <laughs> well, I think maybe that there's a difference between did you um, were you introduced to Blade Runner through your dad? Yes. Okay, so I think that there's a difference between being introduced to a movie like that through a parent versus I found this on my own and I'm the <laughs> biggest nerd of this thing because that's the worst person. Yeah. I rented Blade Runner twice in high school and uh, didn't finish it either time. I was bored by it and I'm upset with myself because it's right in my wheelhouse. Big sci-fi fan. And I, you know, Friday nights I lifeguarded at an uh, indoor pool at Hofstra and then would go to Blockbuster before it closed, RIP, and rent two movies. And <laughs> Thank you for that moment of silence for Blockbuster yeah. for our fallen brethren. Especially since I worked there when one closed. <gasps> really? I did. I oh, worked wow. in the one in Long Beach. There was there used to be several and then there was one and I worked at it. You worked at a BB in the LBC? I sure did. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I was a BB myself. I was what, like 17, 18. You have to be 18 to work there. Hmm. Yeah. Because they, good saw, time. they rent porno. No, they don't. Blockbuster never does. On my first day, someone asked me if there were adult movies, and I didn't know that they meant porn. I said, most of these movies are for adults. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. enjoy even some of the the kids' movies. (laughs) If you ask me. (laughs) That's funny. Anyway. (laughs) You you rented Blade Runner from... Oh, and I rented Blade Runner, and I just couldn't get into it. Director's cut? Yeah, and then I tried again. I was like, no, I have to like this movie. No, you don't. I mean, honestly, like I really like it, but I I would not tell someone I didn't know extremely well 
uh, to watch it. I would assume they didn't like it. It's I a very s- specific type of person. Yes. Yeah. I have since DVR'd it and it's sitting on my DVR and I'm going, I intend to watch it. We'll again, bring you back now on once you see it. Yeah, bring it back <laughs> yeah. on. And then eventually we'll talk about Simpsons. I know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, the third we'll episode, see. we'll get to the, the Mount Murderhorn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say um, before we, we jump down the Blade Runner um, hole um, that I love stories. Come of, again? Come, so, so the Blade Runner jump hole? Jump down my Blade Runner <laughs> hole. Blade, you just do it. Just jump down my Blade Runner <laughs> hole. Um, uh, no, I love stories of, of uh, friends bonding over the Simpsons in a way that is like, you know, y- you were so excited. You ran into the room. It was very important for you to discuss this. I love that. And I've had that a lot with a lot of different uh, friends of mine. But also before we re- started recording the podcast, you mentioned that um, you dress like Poochie, which is part of the reason why you love the Simpsons too. <laughs> a a friend of mine, great a friend accurate. of mine, Ben Rogers, a comedian, pointed out that I dressed just like Poochie. I looked at myself in the mirror and I, I wear a backwards diagonal hat and yeah. sunglasses almost every day. And I wear only shorts and bright colored shirts. I, I, right, Currently, right now, I'm in teal shorts, a rainbow colored hat. <laughs> I took my sunglasses off because I'm You're not an asshole. You're rocking it, by the way, yeah. too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and, very uh, you're a dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. Cu- I have and I have a furry face. Yeah. Yeah. You're half Joe Camel, a third Fonzarelli. Yeah. yeah. God. And that was such a. F- I mean, we'll talk about that episode on, on another episode of this podcast. But we can tease it. Josh Weinstein's coming back. Yeah. People, we are excited. To talk about Poochie. But that tease was such a great. It. So we're gonna let him. That was such a great uh, commentary on not only like um, weird crossover episodes or not crossover like spinoff episodes that TV shows would have. They need a new character to be edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like cousin Oliver and the Brady Bunch or whatever or he other was the first person things. to ever say sex Ooh. ever on TV not in real life not in real life we've never said it in society <laughs> honestly the only things that I could contribute to are Blade Runner Brady Bunch trivia and The Simpsons <laughs> I used to watch a whole lot of Brady Bunch when Me I was too. growing up because I had um, this is this is gonna be dark I had PTSD from um, the 94 earthquake in, in uh, the Northridge earthquake and so before that happened I was a very brave kid and I was a very fearless kid then after that, I was really shell shocked and like couldn't enter rooms by myself and stuff oh, like that. So Nick at night was uh, one of the few comforts that I I took in in getting through it. And Brady Bunch was always on, and it's such a pleasant show that I would watch oh. it all the time and just oh, feel better. Oh man, that's, that's amazing. Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh no, that's a great story. My only uh, story with the Brady Bunch is my sisters and dad. We would. Like when it came on, we would just see who could guess what happened in the episode quickest. Oh, like George, that's uh, not George. That's not one of them. That's George a Beatles. Glass. <laughs> um, Greg's Greg's gonna be a smoker, like stuff yeah. like that. Oh, that's fine. Uh, that's yeah. Fine. Uh, yeah. Also, like, uh, and we've discussed this off podcast, Allie and I have, but using just the phrase, "It's the new Jan Brady." Yes, to thank you. Almost no one gets it. Any makeover decision? Yeah, I got you new got new glasses. <laughs> I wrote, "It's, it's the, the new, new Jan, Jan Brady." Brady. <laughs> if you got a new perfect. hat, or if you shaved something big yeah you know? well jane brady is is like such a cultural icon she's lisa. the underdog she really is lisa and i love she her so is much lisa holy mm-hmm. shit I know. which Crap, one is I never uh, put that bart th- Ooh, which one is bart i think it's peter I it think could be peter i think it's alice <laughs> <laughs> she's like an outcast she i think <laughs> alice is edna no she's not uh, a no edna's no, Alice she's got so much uh, spunk. Alice is too sweet for that. Well, there isn't any. Uh, well, because Miss Krabappel, she's just so sassy. I'm trying to think of like, um, I sweet. mean, Mrs. Brady is obviously Marge, but I would say that Alice has Marge like qualities too. Would it be safe to Actually, say that yeah. there is not that many parallels between the Simpsons and Brady Bunch? <laughs> I think no. we should, or should we it force further. this? <laughs> I know. I know. Let's Listeners. get into the Blade Runner hole, baby. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track, you guys. Um, the people, let's give the people what they want. Uh, we're going to read from our Simpsons guidebook and tell you a little bit about what this episode is. Yeah. Um, so at a church picnic, Bart and the other kids play capture the flag. When Rod Flanders picks Ned to be on his team, Bart picks Homer to be on his. In a mad dash to bring the flag back to their side, Homer collapses, too out of shape to run a short distance. Bart feels humiliated. That's just the first paragraph. <laughs> Can you fill us in on any more details that we missed? Perhaps uh, a mountain. Yeah, it goes. That's really funny because that's <laughs> like I forgot about the start of the episode. You know Same. when you like remember shows and you're like, oh, what? I was just rewatching. Oh, uh, Full Metal Jacket. I rewatched Full Metal Jacket recently, and you're like, oh right, they do go to war. <laughs> like, you, you only remember well, boot camp. Well, I think like, especially they prided themselves on having the first act be so distinctly different from right. the rest of the I episode. I forgot about the capture the flag stuff that's what inspires Homer's so fat that's what inspires him to get in shape and then eventually 
climb Mount Murderhorn. Though I will say that using his underwear as a fake flag to psych out the other team is a brilliant move. Right, and I, believe- I put in my mental bank for later. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Next time I'm playing capture the flag against a bunch of ten year olds. I'll put my, my bigle. And I think Homer says be careful with those. That's my only pair. Oh, he does. Uh, yeah. sure. There's uh, a lot of great jokes. Yeah, there's so many great jokes in this episode. When when Allie explained to me the premise of the show, she's like, just pick an episode, but just make sure it's not one we've done before. So I ran through like my <laughs> top ten and I was like, I'm sure everyone's doing these, like vegetarian, monorail, all those classics. You would so, be surprised though. None of them were done. Is that because a lot of people you the people you they have on are some other so, people? Exactly. Will get them. That's really fun. Yeah. Some lucky bastards can be on episode 250 and get to do monorail. <laughs> Batman's a scientist? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, we've had... Uh, that one's reserved for pre- Conan O'Brien. That is, yeah, that is reserved. Hold, holding a spot. Holding oh, a is spot. that what that empty chair with the red wig is? On yeah. the it is, yes. Yeah. Wow, we way to out it to- Conan for having a red wig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all know he's got, <laughs> he's got a buzz cut, a blonde it buzz cut. It would be great, though, that if, in some uh, bizarre turn, I, in my after hours, put on a red wig and pretended to be Conan O'Brien in my own house. I feel like that also paints that. <laughs> picture i'm just stroking my face going shh, shh that a girl that a girl that'll be great for the podcast yeah that'll be great yeah it's just me let's do a special episode being... where we just find julia <laughs> also, it's also like a turn uh, of me being like the weird steve buscemi character from uh happy gilmore oh uh, uh, yeah from yeah. billy madison one of the best billy scenes, scenes, of, any. Yeah. Yeah. The best scenes oh. of any movie ever boy i'm yeah, when so he crosses, glad i called when he crosses, that guy uh, billy madison's name off and then puts the lipstick oh, on so that's beautiful anyway uh so you had already looked through some of your favorites and you probably realized that not a lot of them were picked already. What made you pick this episode? Well, this has some of my favorite uh, jokes that I re- like. I have like when anyone talks about The Simpsons, I bring up like two jokes that are in this episode that are Can my I two favorite. Can I guess what one of them is? Sure. Is it Gaim? Yeah. I knew it was Gaim. Gaim's great. I yeah. will say I've been to parties and people uh, when it someone usually me brings up The Simpsons. Gaim is the joke that comes up among men the most. Because wow, really? It's just something like that's the thing too. Uh, if this came out, what was it, 1996 was this episode or 98? Uh, 98. Yeah, so I was 16. I was a 16-year-old boy playing high school football and, and lifting weights and coming into my own as a young gentleman. So I feel like the gym, and also I was always, a since I'm a diehard Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, I uh, by, you know, ipso facto, I became a Rainer <laughs> Wolfcastle fan. Yeah. So to have him in this episode, because he does train Homer in uh, in the Gaim. Just that joke, all night Gaim. And then What's he walks in and he goes, oh, Gaim. Yeah. <laughs> Gaim is what really that, feels. That's that the joke. joke that makes like he. That's so fun. That's one my favorite joke. Uh, one of my favorite jokes. The other one is he's like, now I eat all my food in bar form. Five pounds of spaghetti and meatballs. Now in bar form, and it squeezes out the little sausage yeah. maker. He takes one bite, picks the phone up, dials, goes, "Hello, hospital." <laughs> yeah, like I like those jokes where you have to make like the the. Especially when I was younger. I mean, of course, now I really like them, but I'm a little smarter and uh, doing comedy for so long, I get, I get it now. But when I was younger, I liked those jokes where you had to do like one step of work. A little bit Absolutely. of math. Yeah, on your own. Absolutely. I love joke math where you're like, uh, okay, yep, copy that. I follow, get yeah. it. And then there's also a great visual joke and uh, uh, in The Simpsons because I love those jokes that like also aren't pointed at. And that's when Homer's like, how do you like me now, boy? When he's acting super strong and he picks Bart up and Bart's like danger close to the <laughs> yeah. ceiling fan. Yeah. And Homer's like having the time of his life, like showing off his strength and Bart's like terrified. Just that visual of the fan yeah, swinging yeah, by his head. Right. Yeah, right. We explore every avenue as far as joke math goes. Right, like the, right. It's never just one type of joke that you get from the Simpsons. It's And it's not even t- you just the basic two of like a really, really smart joke uh, matched with a really, really dumb joke. They really explore everything. They a do. A lot of visual jokes, physical Physical humor, yes. stuff like that. I, and that's what uh, we all loved about The Simpsons, obviously. Um, I feel like you can find any comedian who's between the ages of 25 and 45, <laughs> and they loved The Simpsons. Of course. At, at, for a very specific number of years, I'm assuming, as well. Um, but also, and Ali mentioned like something that it, uh, you're emotionally attached to in, uh, in the episode. And for me, it was... I've always been overweight, um, but I've had bouts where when I was playing college sports or when I was lifeguarding where I was fit, too, where I was in shape. So I've been both, and I kind <laughs> of understand the struggle. And yeah. uh, now in my uh, mid, early to mid-30s, I feel a strong resonance with Homer Simpson. Like right. I feel like Homer Simpson. And I'm currently, as of like two days, as of like this weekend, which is when I met uh, Allie, uh, 
I am like on a journey to like get into shape. I'm like, I have to fucking do it. I'm getting too old, you know. Like right, right, now right. it's like I have fear of being. Di- uh, my friend Dan Saint Germain, uh, fellow comedian, said to me, "He will be on the podcast soon too." Yeah, yeah I he, love him. Yeah, I love him too. I'm a huge fan. We were having coffee, and he's like, "How many?" Because he's he's like, "How much you weigh?" I'm like, "I weigh 310 pounds." He's like, "How many 300 pound 55 year olds do you know?" And I was uh, like, oh, "Oh man, none. <laughs> not many." <laughs> right, right, right. And I was like, right in the heart. And then my friend John Gamberling famously said, "You know what happens to us fat comedians, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "Run through all your favorite fat comedians. What, what's happening with them now?" Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Got it. Time to <laughs> what's yeah. CrossFit." <laughs> However, right. I feel like CrossFit is a good transition though. From yeah, I did it for a yeah. long time in New York. That's why. Also, I I've been in various times of my life in like really good shape and done sports so now I like I know I'm capable of it too which is the worst part and this it makes it even harder to be you know 70 80 pounds overweight because I've been not that and I'm like right. recently and I'm like oh fuck time to I'm yeah. just an extreme person which is why I also love this episode because it goes from one extreme to another yeah Totally. I was actually pretty glad that you picked this episode on that similar personal level because I've never gone to a gym ever in my life. And I started going this weekend when we met. And then I, I it actually and I was met kind and of... we both were like, oh, <laughs> oh we need to we, get we, better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like, wait, <laughs> we're total strangers, but should we, should, we should start getting in I shape. I care huh? about you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like to see you in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But it was actually kind of like a... Like a, it was. It's an inspiring episode in a lot of ways, and right. um, it's awesome to see Homer ripped. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is awesome, and I like that it comes from a place of uh, uh, of making Bart proud. You know, like it's for himself. Absolutely, yeah. It, but it's it's to have that like quality of life to see your kids grow up and to not have yeah. to be in like a jazzy scooter by the time you're fifty five. I got so sad when I saw Homer get hit with those eggs as funny as it is yeah right. it made me so sad yeah i know well i'm that's where they get you in the simpsons that they take like it's such a heart they sneak a, they sneak a heart moment, moment. they uh, sneak it too and yeah. now that we're talking about it not to get maybe i should lie down on the couch and tell you guys this but i have like lifelong dad issues as most male comedians i know do and uh this episode is like a real father-son do they connect? Yeah. They connect. He does something for Bart. Uh, th- I think if I'm trying to remember some of the lines, but I, and I'll, I'll butcher them so nerds can tweet at me and hate me. But <laughs> oh, yeah. they'll do that anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, that'll yeah. be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, Allie. <laughs> Allie's one of the biggest cyber bullies. I don't know if you know. I'm a troll. Yeah, you're a troll. <laughs> but you know what? Feed own, me. Own your trollness. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> Own your trollness. Yeah, that's like such a weird, like positive, positive trolling. It's like own your trollness. It's like yeah, yeah. It's like flipping the bully shaming. (laughs) Bully shaming. I'm taking the the word back. Yeah, take back the night. It's time for bullies to take back bullying. Yeah, I know. We've been shamed for too long. Yeah, I I think you'll find some people who would say like we need you need a little bit of bullying. We need a little bit of bullying, just like you need Bart to be a little bit of a uh, jerk sometimes. Yeah. Character building. I want to talk about this dad. Dad Oh yeah. So I have some I have some dad issues, and I think there's that line where uh, where Bart's like, "Wait, Dad, are you risking your life to climb the mountain just for me?" And Homer's like, "Yeah." And Bart goes, "Oh, okay, good. Let's get started." Like, <laughs> right. like there's that moment of like you think they're gonna connect, be like, "You don't have to do that for me," but Bart is still Bart, you know? He's still and, right, uh, right. And there's a lot of that father son stuff in there where he's like embarrassed by uh, Homer, but then proud of Homer. Like, yeah, yeah. This episode has some parallels to. Uh, Bart the Daredevil, you know. Yes, right. yes, yeah. yes. Right, because it's literally and like Homer undertakes like that big uh, event. There's also there's Homer and Abe father son stuff in this yes. episode too because Abe tried to climb the mountain, accuses right. his old climbing partner of trying to kill him, and then Homer Takes eventually bite dis- out of him. Yeah, yeah, eventually Homer eventually discovers that Abe is lying, and Abe was the one who <laughs> right. tried to kill. Like he was the one. But it also it isn't shoehorned in. They don't spend they spend the, uh, just the right amount of time on it. You know, it, oh, it feels totally. so appropriate to the way that the story unfolds. Oh, perfect! And then he sleds the dead body down. Yes, <laughs> yeah, just a great visual. Yeah, very bending funny. the bending the front like rosebud, like just yeah, snapping so his head back. Funny. So funny. To me. I was I was thinking about this episode pretty recently actually because um and i keep turning this conversation to reddit but on the front page for a while there was uh all the all the dead bodies that are on uh everest on everest yeah. and oh boy so it you get some dating so far back because i mean what are you gonna do 
I mean, right. I mean, it's, it's on your way down, be like, don't forget your garbage. And hey, grab the dead body. If you can, grab yeah. something on the way if out. You can, just grab an arm, <laughs> grab a shoe. A shoe? Yeah, so you, you, you have, grab a shoe. There are people that are called like green shoes because you'll see them and it's kind of like a, a a marker for how far you've made it. Like, oh, last time I was only able to make it to green shoes. Green shoes are pretty high up. That's pretty good, man. Oh, like, it, it, you know, it's the body. Insane. It's the body. It's oh, a body boy. with green shoes on. And there are dozens of these. It's, and they're. Fr- they're frozen. They're, they're frozen. So they like last. Yeah. Which oh, is terrifying. And that's just because rich white people are fucking monsters. Like we're like, hey, I'm kind of untrained. Like I didn't see the movie Everest, but that's like the premise, right? It's like yeah. a bunch of rich white people are like, I'm untrained, but I have fifty thousand dollars. Can someone just exactly. get me to the top of the mountain? I, have no... I won't be a liability. It's I like promise. the race to space, the commercial the commercialization of racing to space. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I I enjoy Lance Bass as a person just in general. Um, but the fact that in the early odds he was like I've got enough money to just go to space. I felt was really insulting. Yeah, yeah. to astronauts. Yeah, <laughs> and to astronauts people in and to NASA and to yeah. people in general. Yeah, yeah. Any of those kinds of things are just kind of like I have so much privilege that I'm going to create these problems for me because right. Right. I can. And I'm going to be 100 percent honest. Like I sh- we're shitting on these people currently, but if I had unlimited I money, know. I feel like I, I would be the guy who's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I took a two day Navy SEAL training course, so now <laughs> I'm going to go fight. <laughs> like, I, I, like that's who I believe. Oh, I took a like I took a defensive drive. Like I'll take like a like one of those cool racing classes in the desert that costs like fifteen thousand dollars. We learn to do cool <laughs> shit with your car, and I'm like, now I'm ready to rescue. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> we're we're commenting on these people because we are you know They're low not on them. the totem pole, and we're not them. So we don't understand the experience of being so rich that you run out of things to spend money on. If yeah. you, right. you know, <laughs> listeners, if you are so rich that you run out of things to spend money on, write us. Yeah, or send us if money. Ten send year old, us money. If you're a ten year old billionaire who loves. Blade Runner, contact us and, and oh, we will man, because rift we're gonna, you out of your money. We're going to kill you because you're going to become the next supervillain. Yeah, yeah. You, if you're a ten year old billionaire who's into Blade Runner, you are going to become a replicant. We're yeah, all fucked. Absolutely. <laughs> what I really love about this episode is that you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier with fitness and fitness goals in the fitness world, is that it does a great commentary on how like the fitness world and, and especially like protein bars and products like that can just be like such a racket. Right. You know, they're just promising you the world of course, and they can't do that in like this bar form or there, there can't be quick fixes to anything. Especially no, it's when it like comes a to quick fix is like, it's a quick destruction as well. Like Absolutely. A quick fi- Wait, wh- who's the voice actor? Isn't it Brendan a- Fraser, yes, which yes. very much dates this episode. Right. This is like his. This is peak Fraser. No, I mean, I, this he, is post Encino never... Man, pre-blast from the past. Oh, blast from the past is so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is, uh, really, I'll stand by it. But he he never really went away. But it it's it. He definitely had like a big moment in the late nineties. Yeah, in and the then, early then Mummy 20s. again was. I remember like his seeing re- Second Mummy at midnight with my dad. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like waiting in line. Yeah, the first mummy was great. Let me tell I love, you, I love the first mummy. Yeah, great. did not did not mind the first mummy. I was into it. Yeah, let's talk about it. I love Brendan Fraser. I love Encino Man. Oh my gosh! By the way, Moon Man is just dozing off. I'm sorry. Moon Man no. is what we call Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> my cat, my cat Moon Man is is uh, putting on a show for all of us. Yeah, he's sitting by <laughs> sitting down and being like a sitting cat. Down but no, he's and I'm like, thoroughly entertained. I'm thoroughly entertained because uh, I love it when animals do that when they're. F- like a kid, like a kid when a kid starts falling asleep, but they don't want to. I know. And you know that all you want. My dog does it too. My dog looks at me and it's like dozing off. I'm like, you can go to sleep. Yeah. You're allowed to. But he's yeah. like, no, what's going to happen Mo- here? Mooney's, Mooney's nonstop entertainment. And lately Mooney's been, Mooney's a, a white and orange cat. And lately Mooney's been um, going into the bathroom and there's a, a orange um, little rug that my boyfriend put in there. And he's just been like cuddled up on it because I think he feels bonded to it because they're similar colors or he <laughs> likes the feeling of it. Anyway. Can uh, cats, that's can enough cats cat see color? Talk. Let us know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> if you're a ten year old veterinarian, please write. write I just <laughs> I I projected my own human uh. rationale to that. Uh, another great run of jokes in the in this episode is uh, fatty foods. Apu's yes. list of like disgusting ass foods. Yeah. Well, I I wrote down in my notes that I love it that um so the first time that Homer tries to work out he you know he's like walking the streets he does, he walks in the middle at of the night, night and then he eventually uh, builds up to running at night because yeah. he doesn't want anyone to see him he's embarrassed yeah and I right. love that he talks to Santa's little helper and then the, the, oh and then the Snowball cat. overhears him <laughs> right now the cat knows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know but he goes into the Quickie Mart and um, Apu greets him and offers him his standard bucket of ice cream covered in mini pies which is a really great <laughs> it looks delicious it looks delicious that sounds so awesome yeah, yeah and, and then he asks for healthy food right he asks for healthy food um, reduced fat soda 
beef jerky is now rectum free. Uh, uh, nearly. Yeah, <laughs> nearly, nearly rectum free. But there's also like, it's like, it's fat, like low fat soda, salt free chocolate. It's like the like yeah. the things that are uh, like Which the. must have been so fun for them to brainstorm. Just I know. Just swapping <laughs> out different words and seeing what they find. You know? Like salt free chocolate. It sounds like it's good, but like chocolate isn't salty. <laughs> like uh, fat it free soda. Now. I specifically yeah. get salted chocolate if I'm doing it. I'm going all the way. You go sea salt, Himalayan sea salt. I do that sea salt for days. Yeah. It's so good. Give yeah. me that caramel sea salt. I got salted oh. caramel ice cream in the freezer right now, you guys. Girl, let's, I got some. I got some mini pies in my cargo pockets. Oh, Let's just get loose. I also was going to say, I don't know if this is a line that Marge said or, or Apu said in that moment, but having butter in Homer's coffee. Which is now, which so is now a thing. So interesting. Coffee. And that was Marge. Coffee. But yeah, what a, a what a funny, funny thing. I was going to say, and, I, and I'm delighted that you know that as well. I guess Bulletproof is like a rising brand, right? Right, yeah. It's the butter and MCT oil like blended into coffee. Whatever. For I know. paleo and keto heads but, yeah, but or that, listeners. That adds to the machine of fitness in the quick fixes. Or right, the new, right, right, right. Here's yeah. a new thing. People just love new things so much. There, there's also a real fun moment when uh, Homer breaks down the whole family. Like when he's like, when he's in shape, he's all of a sudden an asshole. And he yeah. says, he said, I forget what the other ones are, but he like, he's like, Lisa, you have the, you're weak like a little girl. Maggie hasn't grown at all. And it's <laughs> like, a that's great like a little meta line. commentary. Yeah. That's another thing the Simpsons did well. Like they do meta with like that velvet glove in such a good way. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and Marge, you're looking a little soft. If you, oh no, it's Marge. If you toned up a little, you'd definitely be getting it more. He like yeah. references something like, if you lost weight, I'd fuck you more. Which I, I think know. is so funny. So mean. I know. <laughs> it's so mean. I love when dads are mean to moms. It makes me feel at home. Oh, <laughs> on TV or just in life? <laughs> well, do you I, go to Disneyland all the time and you just collect you those it? moments? Oh my God, you see families dismantling from the inside out at Disneyland all day, every and day. Ikea. Never and been Ikea. to Disneyland. Why? We're gonna go after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, all right, I'm canceling work yeah I quit work um, yeah. I got nothing, so I'm canceling nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm free. Uh, that's really. I've never been to Disneyland. Have you no. been to Simpsons World at Universal? No, but I'm going to Universal Friday night. Oh, Tomorrow night. Fun. That'll what, be great. For Halloween Horror Nights? For Halloween Horror Nights. My oh, wife's a big uh, Halloween head, as we say. So oh, yeah. uh, it's our anniversary present. Oh, that's, that'll be yeah, great. I'm super excited. Got the front of the line pass and everything. Oh, I'm doing great. well in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I went to Universal, I love that they do that. I mean, that's something that Disneyland would never do. Um, sell like uh, their fast passes in bulk yeah. but um, I love that Universal does that and that's something that I did the last time that I went um, you know just to be like okay let's just make sure that we have the best time ever I don't even care if the park isn't that packed I just love being special mm-hmm. and then having that like sort of Wayne's World moment of is this okay is this okay <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. the backstage pass honestly like you give me a modicum <laughs> of VIP treatment and I can't go back at all. Yeah, you know what I mean? Know, like, I I've like been, it spoils you. Yeah, I've done comedy at like music festivals where then you get like a VIP pass or whatever and you could like be backstage or in a certain area and now I just can't go to music festivals it's anymore hard. as a layman. Yeah. yeah, and I felt that way I, I felt that way even after just working in a movie theater in college. Yeah. I can't go to comedy shows that aren't at the UCB where I am like sort of everyone knows who I am so I can walk in and stand wherever I, don't like I want. I like paying for comedy so- shows yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a comedian thing. You just there's no desire well, to pay for. No. Like my friends are like, I'm doing yeah. a show at the Improv. I'm like, oh, can I like? Can you tell everyone who I am so I can walk in <laughs> and not and to get two drinks? Everyone and just. I know <laughs> it sounds pretentious to say, but I mean, it's like we're all working, we're all coworkers. So why should we have to? Like I, we already I, I, don't get paid to perform, right? I so 100% we should just have like you. a lifetime pass to comedy shows, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Listeners, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, let us know. And once you have being pretentious, and once you start getting screeners, then you like don't want to like rent oh. movies. Like it's like yes. things like every and these are just minor I little know. things. So I can understand the Someone feeling of the privilege. Yeah, like, the feeling tell, of privilege, absolutely. Because I can, you give me just a slight bit, like. I know. I get free snacks once and now I don't ever want to buy shit. Also, you (laughs) you realize in that moment how easy it is to get these free things. All you need is just a band, a wristband or a pass or something. It takes the person that is granting you that privilege. It it costs them nothing, more or less. Uh, My friend Neil Casey, uh, uh, who should also be a guest on the show, uh, put it. Put it best, we were at a Gentleman of the Roads music festival, which is like the Mumford and Sons thing. And late at night, we were watching Marcus Mumford, T-Bone Burnett, and like all these local Oklahoma banjo players like jamming at a VFW at like two in the morning. And I'm like, holy shit, this is so exciting. And Neil goes, and this is just because we're slightly funnier than other people. <laughs> like, right. just because you're slightly funnier than uh, the, the, weird, the normal yeah. person. Or you, 
because you actively pursue it, all of a sudden this whole world opens up. Like eventually, I mean, we're talking about year twelve of doing comedy, <laughs> so don't get too excited, listener. Don't hey ten year old who's a billionaire. Just talk to me when you're twenty two. Yeah, don't do comedy. <laughs> talk to me when you're twenty two. <laughs> That's are, when all comedians <laughs> start succeeding. Oh boy. Uh, what are some other moments of this uh, that you guys both remember from when you first saw it, or that really stuck out to you? Uh, doesn't he? Uh, Drink a beer with his yes. gut and then recycle it with yeah. his oh, gut. So it's like resting on top of his. Uh, yeah, he's resting on top of his gut. He lifts it up, finishes it, and then rolls it down into the middle of something <laughs> right. and crushes the can. Like a. Yeah, I I love that moment and and it's so I don't know. Yeah, it's like Bart's a little bit too. of physical comedy that I found really really right. funny. I, I I loved like that's like using animation too it's like just that is just something you can't see yeah. in any other show and that was <laughs> there's a great uh, moment with marge earlier in the episode when they're uh, all watching the mcbain movie and right. um you know it's like the typical mcbain oh, yeah. action movie and uh she wants to join in on the fun she walks in <laughs> and says like wow it looks like uh they or something like they just killed a bunch of goons it's like oh they're they're getting breakneck speed or something <laughs> and bart just dryly goes Mom, a man just died. <laughs> Which is such a funny thing to say. It in is. Regards right, to watching an action movie. An action that, movie. That's, um, the other, I kind of shouted it out uh, in the intro uh, because I can't resist. But that moment when Homer's like, it should be okay. I have power sauce bars. This is when the power sauce reps have like realized that yeah. Homer's in genuine danger. Right, and right. they're like, Homer, those are just apple cores and Chinese newspapers. And he yeah. like looks at it and goes, oh, Deng Xiaoping died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and something that actually like stuck with me for years and years and years after um, seeing this episode was like, I only eat things in bar form now. Just that concept. Yeah. Which I think about every time that I eat a protein bar, which is just like, <laughs> what is this really doing for me? What going on because there is that whole culture of people that just eat things in bar form right. or like soylent or soylent, soylent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um right that's like the future has come alive like, I, like absolutely. It, it's terrifying there's a guy who uh who just invented a spray that gets rid of all of the bad stuff on you but keeps the good bacteria stuff on you so now you don't yes. have to shower yes i was just hearing about this yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> and that guy hasn't showered in how long 12 years oh boy yeah whoa Yes. Uh, listen to We Have Concerns, and they will talk to you about that. Is I was that a the podcast? guest on that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Is showering that much of an issue? Oh, because you're saying you wash the good bacteria yeah, off, too. Yeah, yeah. In the same way that, like, you you know, a lot of people argue that you shouldn't use shampoo, or at the very least, you should kind of minimize your showering with products. You're stripping all the good stuff out. You're making right. it dry. You're making your skin dry. It's like over um, Q-tipping your ears, too. Exactly. You need bacteria. Yeah, you need a little bit of nasty. You need a little grime layer yeah. to protect You need a little you. bit of grime. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of Frank Grimes. It's hard for me to uh, really you. plunge into that lifestyle, though, because I love showers. I'm and I love Q-tips. I love Q-tips. <laughs> Q-tips are my drug. It's of my choice. drug too. I love it so much. We, we, this is funny that this is coming up because my wife and I talk about this. Like, I've never really broken out since I was like 11 and I don't wash my face. I don't do right. anything special. I don't use I have soap like, on my face. I have really like soft, I have really soft skin. But you skin. also don't wear makeup every day. Right, right. Yeah. Are you Italian? Stuff, uh, I am Italian. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I don't, I have really soft skin and I mm -hmm. never moisturize and I, uh, like all the, I, I have never had a cavity and I only brush my teeth once a day and I never floss. Uh -huh. Like it's all these things where it's like my low, uh, granted it could just be like genetic luck of the draw. Right, But right. there's some element that I'm like, I think because I don't, like yeah. I have for a 33 year old unhealthy male, I have a solid head of hair mm -hmm. and I shampoo once a week, maybe yeah, right, if right. at all, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, well, that's just, and I was doing all that before it was Nouveau. I was just doing yeah, it because I'm a yeah. disgusting monster. I think that there's a little bit of truth to that and, and the, the whole like beauty industry machine instructing us especially women that we need to have like 20 different products every in order to get day. through the day every single day you know we are Bullshit. over like it's too strenuous for our skin we're doing it too much and and i think that there's a little bit of maybe you pick and choose what you actually use i think soap and water is the basics of what you should be doing yeah, and yeah. what <laughs> actually works well it's also like because the makeup uh, and the beauty product industry starts to sound like drugs, you know, where you're like, yeah. uh, uh, get coke to get up, but when it's time to go to bed, you need pills to bring <laughs> right, you back right, down. Right. You know, it's all of a sudden you're like, wait, I, I don't think Day I should cream, be doing... Day cream, night cream, yeah, afternoon cream? Yeah, it's like... Uh, 
put all this stuff on your face, then use our product to take it off. Once yeah. it's all off, I know. use our product use to regenerate your face so you can put that stuff back yeah. on. And yeah. bringing it back to it's the episode, it's, it's exactly like the fitness industry and saying like, the this is going to be part of your lifestyle, lifestyle, excuse me now, in order to become fit, you're going to need to eat this product after you work out. You're going to need to do this and this and that. And they, they sell promise- pre-workout, post-workout, yes. Yes. Uh, pre-bed, morning. Like they're yeah. just like, they're, they fill it up and there's like, there's no way you need all that I know. Yeah. also there's there's very little choice after a point like it just you don't even have to really think about it because you're instructed just like this is how it is now and so right. it, you kind of become a little mechanic and i it, know you know it's hard it, to navigate through and i will admit that i've become part of that in some way just because i've started lifting weights and so right? then you're like i guess i need protein also vegan so it's hard yeah to, exactly have to be extra mindful got a lot of sunflower powder going Ooh. down <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah it makes sense to me that homer has gotten caught up in this and like there is there's it's very addictive all of this stuff that maybe not the applesauce and newspapers but the idea that they promise and uh you know homer's not the most smart person in the world so right. it makes sense to me that he's he is especially susceptible to the marketing can i read the tagline for power sauce yes please a bushel of apples packed in each bar plus a secret ingredient that unleashes the awesome power of apples <laughs> also, apples are like that's what's funny about it is that like if you ate three apples you would just not shit for a while it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not the most nutrient dense hate food. apples really wow. unless they're like cooked in cinnamon draw the line I hate them. Wow. Hate? I would rather my starve. Goodness. Oh my goodness. Whoa. <laughs> I'm learning so much about for the, you. For the people listening who can't see this, Allie just walked over to a bowl of Julia's I, apples and, and spilled them, them on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> She's mashing them on the floor now. So, those I, were those like, were guest <clears throat> apples. <laughs> those are decorative. I'm a guest. Those are vintage apples. Those are vintage. <laughs> I just bought those at Buffalo Exchange. They're from, uh, what, what is it? Uh, the special apple people that you get the fruit of the month, uh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean. I'll, eat, I'll eat your apple. I'll be polite. Okay. I'm not going to like be a oh, that, jerk about honestly, it. I don't want to be the dude here, but that sounded wildly <laughs> sexual for a yeah. second. You just looked at Julia and went, honestly, I'll eat your apple. And I was like, please. But dude. I will give it to you that a baked apple with cinnamon is one of the most delicious it's things so you can put in your good. body. I love apple everything except for apples. Hmm. <laughs> Listeners, what do you have to say about this? Are you yeah. a 10-year-old fan of apples? I will not drop that call Are, are you ever. just mostly a fan of cooked fruit as opposed to raw fruit? Oh my fruit? God, no. Fruit, fruit in general is like what I live on. Fruits, I mean, we're both vegan, so most of our diet is oh my god we couldn't be more different human really? beings really are yeah. you uh, the uh, yeah. biggest meat eater yeah I am uh, I was before I, I was turned too. vegan I, and I also used to be a huge snob about veganism both my sisters yeah. are vegan and I thought they were idiots right. and I've I never do think gotten it you guys are idiots I mean I respect everyone's yeah. decisions I just think I I could never do that I, I, you're, you're I on the Anthony Borne- Bourdain uh, shade throwing side of the debate yeah but you know what I, I also am like respectful of anyone's decision I just think that you guys, here's the thing. You're both vegan, and I didn't find out about it until it naturally came up in conversation. Great. Wait. So we're good. We're yeah. good. Yeah, so we're good. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm just, that, I don't, thank I don't you walk for that. around just saying, like, I fucking love bacon to people's right. faces. You Although know? there are people like that, and I can't stand those right, people. But there, I, well, there's I, vegan. It yeah. doesn't matter what the f- fucking diet is. Like, That's it's, not a personality, so stop yeah, claiming it. It's not right. a personality. It, right, it's, right. it's just something I'm choosing. It's mostly things I'm choosing not to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and unless it comes up naturally in conversation like it did now, I think that it's We're talking about health and fitness and diet, so it can't. We were talking about <laughs> legitimately eating apples and yeah. eating fruit. Like it, it's a natural and and lifting weights. So there's like a natural se- and needing protein. These yeah. are all natural segues. Yeah. Like I think it's just the most like the most annoying thing to break. And like I and now I'm pushing. Now I'm just gonna start talking about social media. But people who are you know like posting videos of like pigs being like shot in the head no way no way i i just hate preachiness in general i yeah. think that it, and, and i'm also atheist about. so like i i have every every you know point checked off on the list of people that are going to be obnoxious about sharing articles online but i don't <laughs> like it at all because it really it, it's like antithetical to what i stand for yeah because I you have, just so you know you're wearing an all lives matter t-shirt yes. right now. <laughs> no that's not true every, every piece of clothing i have has a hashtag on it. <laughs> no, I, 
I just think that the the people that I, I hate the most are the ones that try to um, so aggressively convince others to join their team. And I just think that life is, you know, a, a journey for everybody. Then they should make their own decisions and come to their own truths and I don't know, find their own happiness. And and we've discussed this on the show a lot that there's a lot of themes within Simpsons episodes about not ruining other people's joy. Like right. yeah, let them, the let them have it. Let them have it. So unless let they ask me fun. a question, I'm thinking about becoming vegan. Um, what do you know? I want to ask you about veganism. I'll be like, sure, all right. Right. You know? Any, anyone who pushes their agenda outward on social oh media goodness. in any degree, like, how are you not watching this? Like, I wouldn't even be like, how are you guys not watching Rick and Morty, you idiots? Exactly. I was but people, are, people are like, how are you still eating animals? I'm like, they're delicious and that's what they're for right. as of now. And I would even say in regards to The Simpsons, a lot of people that throw shade on like, how are you still watching The Simpsons or how are you not still watching The Simpsons are two separate camps that people are very aggressive about. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, okay, I stopped watching. Right. <laughs> that's all. Or, or yeah. I... I I have nostalgia for it. I, I watch tons of bad TV. And anyone who's like, how can you still watch The Simpsons? I'd be like, I bet you can find 22 minutes out of their day that are wasted. Exactly. And, and they're weak. Exactly. I think everybody <laughs> should mind their own business and just like what they like. And, and if they want to share it with other people, then that's fine. And find find a common thing you both like and talk about it or find a common thing you both hate and talk about it, which is even more fun. Right. Isn't it nice that we hate the same stuff? Uh, uh, nothing brings back. a relationship together to hating this. Is that a Simpsons quote? Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a mystical bobble to Principal Skin. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's Selma or Patty. I forget. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I no, I can't up. even remember which oh. one's which. <laughs> which, yeah. which one dates which? Wh- or who dates... Uh, uh, Selma is always dating people. Uh, it's the one who doesn't normally date. It's the one with the round hair. Patty. See, even Josh Weinstein claimed that he didn't remember who Yeah, who. he said that they had to put the S... I don't remember who's... Who, they had to put the S... Um, earring. Earring on yeah, so yeah. they could right, tell. Which right. is funny because their hair is so different. I just don't know who's... I know which one does what they're sometimes. They're drawn to be... They're twins. Twins. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, they're animated We're twins. Okay. They're not even like, you know, like, I can have a hard time telling actual twins apart. I don't know my aunts apart. <laughs> I'm not supposed to know Bart and Lisa's aunts. Yeah. Can I... Let's get back to the episode. Uh, can no. I, no. You, okay. <laughs> can I ask you guys, uh, what do you guys think about uh, the the comedy with the Sherpas and the comedy with him going on the mountain in the second half of the episode. I find that there's a lot of great jokes. There's a lot. And see, when I think back to the episode, I don't remember the first act or the third act too much. And and I'm like, of course, ex Long Island meathead or current Long Island meathead, however you want to look at it. I remember the gym, the getting muscular, the father son stuff, which is surprises no one. (laughs) But the Sherpa stuff is great that they drag him up at night. And yet he yells at them for being lazy. (laughs) I love that turn. That was so fun. And that's also like, again, like the Simpsons do so well, like, like sne- sneaky commentary on yes. like Americans abusing foreigners, yeah, you know, like, and which is pretty much what is whatever. Oh, great moment too uh, is when they go and you'll be climbing that mountain and <laughs> the, it's like the murder the one horn. right next to it yeah no and he's like the one right next to it he's like oh my god and he's like yeah. nope no, the one no. next to that one yeah. keep turning your head to the right <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that was so great yeah and and how it's all done for this stunt this promotional stunt for power oh yeah well because they were originally right they were originally going to get mick uh rayner to do it and yeah then he was like no and they were like well this is a good angle uh normal schlub climb. like right. they like degrade homer right in front of him which is classic Simpsons too to be yeah, like absolutely yeah, just, and it's and it's kind of a premise that's ripped from the headlines because so many I mean uh, I, I think of um, the Red Bull fluke tag races or the Red Bull um, or Jared they, from Subway uh, Jared from Subway is a great example of that like yeah. pornography before, before <laughs> yeah. the stuff happened just what stuff? The, he's right. my hero oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, why what did he do Michael so, Jackson's great what <laughs> I just came out of a coma for the last month what's going on yeah. um, sorry I was gonna on get big... a meatball sub, chicken yeah. bacon ranch. <laughs> is that Quiznos? Uh, that, that reminds me to go a little off topic. It reminds me of Emily Heller, who has been a guest on the show. Love, uh, big fan. She's of the best, Mr. She's, Emily Heller. She's the best. Um, she was on a comedy show with Rory Scovel, who's another one of my favorite comedians He's of the all best. time. Um, and he did this whole thing. He likes to play with the audience and play with characters. And he, he did this whole thing where he was um, being very religious, as very religious character, and screaming to the audience about Jesus, and then got off stage. And Emily came up on stage after him and said, I've been in the bathroom for the t- last 20 minutes. Uh, what's going on, guys? And then like went into her own thing about Jesus, which was on the top. 
I was, so I was funny. there for that for one yeah, of them. Yeah, I think that that was at uh, whatever, whatever Eric Dorian we and Alan Strickland Williams' show. Oh, uh, you guys, check out local co- comedy. It's so <laughs> fun. In guys, Los move to Los Angeles. Check out comedy. Yes. Check out comedy in your respective cities. I'm sure it's happening. Yeah. Maybe even more than it is here. It's happening. Yeah, but Make yeah. your own comedy show. Talk about God. Yeah. Do, do whatever it. you want. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Eat what you the like. Simpsons, at do least. what you feel like. If doing. you're listening to this podcast and aren't watching The Simpsons, you're an interesting individual <laughs> I, as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> they Everyone, just like us. Everyone's a snowflake uh, starfish? No, snowflake. Yeah. Um, there are no two starfish everyone's alike. Everyone's chocolate starfish. Ooh. <laughs> and the hot dog the flavored, hot dog flavored water. water. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to Jared from Subway is a great example of taking this schlubby mascot and having him be representative of every emphasis on mass Mm. yeah hey guys (laughs) and uh and having him be this new spokesperson for a brand right because he's just a normal dude who lost weight and surprisingly he's not vetted at all and right (laughs) right. less in the hard way i mean subway as being in the same uh, realm of McDonald's and Taco Bell and Carl's Jr. and all those other fast food places, it was so smart for them to take the position of being the healthier alternative, yeah. even though now you can get pizza there and everything. You know, I mean, there's only like two sandwiches or two items on their menu that are actually healthy. Yeah, also, well, it was all calorie-based. It could have been And cookies. calorie and fat-based. Yes. Yeah. It, the, the trick, it, it the could trick, have been literally any kind of food. Right. The trick it, is it that you know, all oh, their yeah, meat yeah. is turkey, right? What? That's how they keep the calorie and fat content so That's low. That's crazy. That the pepperoni is turkey pepperoni. The ham is actually turkey. The I roast beef is actually more turkey. If I knew that. Roast beef flavored out? turkey. You are I, like a food conspiracy theorist. I, I swear, I don't know where I first heard it, but it started to make sense because it's like, yeah. I remember when turkey bacon was big and then I saw a turkey ham or like chicken, you know, right. and I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. And then I like, uh, like Googled, is all Subway meat turkey? And <laughs> Almost all of it is. Wow. And that's how they're able to keep the... that. So the cold cut trio, which is like turkey ham or turkey <laughs> bologna and roast beef or whatever, is turkey, turkey, and turkey. <laughs> wow. Oh, I wonder how they get away with that with the FDA or labeling it as um I bet you it probably says on the menu. I haven't been but to in Subway small in a long font. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I know that when you go to ve- vegan restaurants, they can't call it chicken if it's like their fake chicken. So they do that It's like chicks. Stupid like with yeah. the or like 2Ks chicken. or whatever. Oh, yeah. So stupid. Yeah, I whatever. haven't been to Subway since uh, Jared got my computers taken away. So I've been like, <laughs> super upset. Have you said that joke on stage? Before what? I said the joke on no, I have okay. no. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> he was texting you too. Weird. <laughs> yeah, Weird. Yeah. Uh, I forgot who said it, but someone was like, "If you have more than one computer in your house, like when they were like Jared's computers are confiscated, oh boy, you're like if you have more red than one computer flag. in your house, red flag, exactly. Yeah, yeah. one of them. Well, the... Yeah, one's like the dark net. That's computer. sort of like the the switch of that John Waters quote: If you go over to somebody's house and they don't have any books on their shelves, don't, don't fuck, fuck them. them. If yeah. you go over to somebody's house and they have more than one computer, do not fuck them. And then also. <laughs> Report call, them call, to the alert authorities. Yeah. <laughs> how does the end, how does this episode end? Do you guys remember? I was trying to think of that on the ride over. I was like, because I I don't really remember uh, the ending. Um, I mean, he I comes down I the, just I, watched he sleds it. down the mountain. He sleds down the mountain on, on one the, of the fro- on, his, on the frozen nemesis of Abe Simpson. Yeah, who we uh, I think we mentioned this previously, but we learned that Abe Simpson actually is the one who tried to eat him. Actually, right. is the one that turned on him. <laughs> and got, um, I'm trying to remember exactly how this episode ends, and maybe the um, guidebook will illuminate us on that. Um, oh, it just says, when Homer gets down using the frozen body of McAllister, Ape Simpson's nemesis, as a makeshift sled, Bart tells him that he's the coolest dad ever. Oh, great. So I think that, that pretty much wraps ending, it up. Classic yeah, Simpsons yeah. heartwarming ending. And maybe they're, to- they're back at the house talking about whatever. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh did we miss? Did I miss anything major from this episode that you guys? Oh, the ending. The ending joke is uh, Marge notes that he left his wallet on the summit. Oh, I do remember that. You know, yeah. that's, that's a good they, gag. That's a very, good, a very uh, good. I gag. forget what the. Dope. <laughs> yeah, I forget what it's called. But there's like when there's some joke name for a joke where you uh, you cut the emotional uh, like. You're oh, d- there's a little bit of like levity to it. Yeah, you end. just you add some levity and then you. I cut. would love to know what that's called because that comes uh, up it's a something bit. cutter. I forget what it's called. Right, I, heart uh, cutter. Yeah, it's not heart cutter. <laughs> you're real up on on the comedy terms as far as joke mechanics. Twelve goes. years, baby. Yeah, yeah. Twelve years, you know, baby. You just, uh, Twelve years of struggling to get fucking jobs. Well, right, right. You. So, no. have you been in New York for most of those twelve years? Yes, yes. Uh, um, I just moved out here a couple of years ago to L.A., but I. Uh, started 
quote unquote doing comedy in college, but started doing it full time a couple of years after college. After I, I was always taking classes at UCB and performing, but then I eventually just like quit everything and right. focused solely on comedy, which also means focusing solely on working as a talking head or you know, yeah, the, yeah. A, a lot of non comedy stuff comes in to, when yeah. you're trying to make money. Yeah, like, well, I could host a game sleep. show where people get haircuts while they answer trivia. That's hair jacked on True TV. I, I do that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no one I mean, watched it, but I did it. Hey, uh, Dana Gould kind of uh, gave us the idea that Mo is kind of a comedian on the uh, show. Would, would you agree that Mo Sislak could? Uh, do you think he could make In it? His or temperament. Oh yeah, the well, type of failed comic that that does it for so long, but they're never going to stop doing it because they don't have any other skills. Right. Yes. Well, that's funny that you said that because I think Mo is a but like a uh, the generation. Uh, older of a comedian like that, yeah, the co- that the comedy writers on The Simpsons would have known. Well, like, that you like, see we the don't know road we, dogs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're like old road dogs or the types of guys that you're like when you hear like Mark Maron they're like, yeah, remember this? when you listen to WTF and they're like, yeah, that guy? Yeah, he's not around. Like, I that's know. the most... What's his last name? Sislak or Sleezak? Sleezak is Sizzlack. from... Sislak. Sleestack is from uh, HR Pub and Stuff. Or, or no, no, Land, Land of the Lost. Time. Land, Land of the Lost. Land before time. Land before time. <laughs> one of the, yeah. the Sinmarty We're just Croft. doing word association. I hope you guys enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, and we've talked about it before, but Sislak was uh, the name that we hear for the first time in um, Who Shot Mr. Burns because they needed to give all the characters oh, MS yes. or WS yeah. initials. Oh, yeah. right. For the, oh, right. Yeah, for the West That's, South. I love when you can retroactively uh, like retcon a whole show to be like, oh, his name was that the and whole time? It always and always fits. Been. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I love any nod on any TV show to uh, a history of a character, a backstory of their character, especially when it's like, oh, you know, they hate this one thing, or there was an incident Radicals years my ago. Word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's always fun, and I always try to write that into my own stuff when I can. Oh, that's so fun! I'm currently trying to look up what that word was that we were talking about. Oh, fuck. Oh, what? Oh, the comedy cutting, thing? Cutting yeah, something cutter. It's like it's like treatise cutter, cutter or something or, like no. that. Oh, I'll yeah. find it. I'll find it. You'll find okay. it. Oh, good, good, good. You'll find it, then we'll I'll tell put you. I'll put it in the show notes to <laughs> oh, okay. any other podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Are there any last moments that you want to touch upon before we wrap up this episode on King of the Hill? Um, <laughs> King of the Hill. <laughs> Bobby. Um, <laughs> which is a great show, and everyone should be watching it anyway. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, you, should, you should watch King of the Hill as well. It's so good. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know if I have any last thoughts. I, I guess I would just say, like, thank you for letting me come on and talk about this and help me realize that I love this episode for the jokes. And then I realize as I'm talking about it, it's about losing weight, being your best self, these physical endeavors, which are all shit I'm into. And then it's about a father and son relationship, which is something I'm, you know, I've been struggling with for 30 something years now. Right. So it's really interesting to have learned yeah. by just my voice. I never got to talk 30 minutes straight about one episode. By now, I'm usually saying like steamed hams. Like, <laughs> right, just, right, right. Which is my, the, my other favorite joke from it's Simpsons so of all time is like. Aurora Borealis, this time of year, it's centrally located outside your window. Yeah. Can I Can see I it? See it? <laughs> no, uh, <you're> not. <laughs> shout out to Bill Oakley for writing that. Uh, yeah, great we episode. Talked to him about that episode. Oh, cool. Yeah, I yeah. follow him on Twitter. I like him. But uh, yeah, but I mean, that that goes to why we started this podcast to begin with because, you know, we, um, I'm speaking for both of us, but, you know, we, uh, at one point before starting this podcast, had felt a need to dive deeper into conversations about The Simpsons that emotionally. weren't just emotionally that weren't just quoting um, jokes though we do a good deal of that right on this well, ep- there on was this like a two years of my life when I spoke almost exclusively in Simpsons yes. quotes and sometimes yeah. you don't even realize you're doing it oh, which no. we talk about on this show a lot yeah. it's kind of like you know I'll realize that something yeah, is, there, is in the Simpsons that I've been saying my whole life I'm just like well that's obviously yeah. where I got it is there any triggers for you guys because I can't if someone says purple I can't say I can't not Mon- say purple monkey dishwasher. dishwasher oh that is that's funny I can't not say purple is uh, purple's a fruit oh like, purple's yeah. fruit yeah, <laughs> yeah, tastes like burning uh, yeah. dental plan of course yeah, yeah. Lisa needs braces, braces. yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't, can't not think like there's so many of those purple monkey dishwasher is a great one too there's so many of those things honk that if you like cookies is what I called the uh, subject line of our email yeah. oh yeah. I can't <laughs> You, like just there's like Simpsons just burned into my head and I was it trying to think of that like I'm, burning. I can't remember why I like remembered so much of this and I'm like how many times did I see this episode and I thought about it and I'm like 
possibly once. I only saw it once. Yeah, but right. it really but it burned just, into your memory. That's also so like distinct. when you're, uh, what's it called, gray matter or whatever is being yeah. made. And like, as you're just like, it's like, this will be in here. It's one of the core memories from, uh, from <laughs> Inside Out. Inside yeah. 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 It is really one of my, like, some of the Simpsons episodes. Like if you say nachos, we all say oh. nacho, nacho man. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. actually nachos make me think of, do you like nachos? Do you like football? Yeah. When Gerald Ford moves in next <laughs> oh, Or right, nachos right. Flanders style. Cucumber God. slices with cottage cheese. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> See, it's, it's like you can you can go through so many different doors just from any word. Right. Um, and there's a Simpsons quote. This was on like my OkCupid okay profile for years before I met my boyfriend. But uh, I believe that there's a Simpsons quote. Like every life moment uh, is warranted by a Simpsons quote. Like, I agree. It's, yeah. yeah. There's something for every single moment of life. My, uh, Especially since it's run so long. Yeah. I, I've been getting nice messages from our listeners to my OkCupid account uh, could eat at Arby's keep yeah. sending them I love them uh, this <laughs> it's is, not helping this is you real. find a mate uh, it's not helping me find love uh, but it's making me feel loved and shouting out your OkCupid profile on a podcast is not helping you find love yeah <laughs> just weird fans people are people are super nice though because like no you know everyone here knows the deal like it's not real it's to it's for fun and it's to talk to people but it's a it is one way to get me to read these messages and i love them they're always right. really funny and they're simpsons fans and yeah i always will get along with someone who likes the simpsons at least a little bit yeah. oh awesome awesome so i mean we we always close the episodes um with asking you if there's a lesson from this conversation or a lesson from this episode which you kind of touched upon with like the last moments but if you could say it in like a more succinct like Here's what you would write on the chalkboard if it was an episode of The Simpsons. If you were Bart writing on the chalkboard, what would you say is the lesson from this episode? <laughs> um, don't fly too close to the sun because you may get burned. Ooh. I Ic like it. Icarus style, right? Icarus style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's uh, very true well, in life. Yeah, change, change yourself for the better, but remember who you really are. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a little better. <laughs> there's a there's this Icarus po there a poem about Icarus, and I unfortunately cannot remember who wrote it, but I really love it, and I think about it a lot in terms of uh, failure. You know, because we talk about Icarus in terms of like, well, don't don't be too cocky, don't be too proud. So this poem essentially says like people always kind of shit on Icarus for doing this, but people forgot that he flew, and right. that's right. what I love so much because Homer did climb the mountain, and. Right. Yeah. You know, all those things that he's done that were stupid and all the things that we do that are stupid, like, eh, we did them. That's, That's right. kind of cool. That's really cool you said that about that poem because there is also, I just recently read somewhere that, like, curiosity killed the cat, but there's like another everyone always says that like making curiosity a negative thing but there's like a second half to that that's something like but their new knowledge brought them back whatever right, it is right. it's like a positive <laughs> but everyone only yeah. remembers like the negative thing right like Icarus flew cl too close to the sun he but he went to the fucking but also, yeah. I think that also speaks to and I'm, I'm, I know that this happened always in, in uh, humanity but um, I think that it speaks very clearly to what is happening right now in 2015 is that people read five words of a headline and form a solid opinion yeah, right. about <laughs> things yeah. they just have no time time for anything and so they forget the lessons from you know all the, of these things that they should be taking lessons from quickly the classic example of that is um someone i forget who but someone posted an article that was uh, a study saying that most people don't read the article yeah and everyone got so mad and then if you clicked it it said like this is a joke we have no and it just proved that no <laughs> yeah, one actually yeah. clicked it oh, everyone man. was sharing it and it was yeah. actually it was saying americans don't read books right. and then the inside it says this is a joke but people kind of do read articles really briefly and yeah. then of course it proved i think that, awesome. that it's a mixture of our own um ADD tendencies and that we are just so oversaturated with content. Right. You can only really read headlines. I hate yeah. when I say to someone, hey, did you see this movie? They're like, no, but I heard a lot about it. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not that's how not can, we can't have a conversation <laughs> I think about it. You could say that in conversation, but not claim that you have an opinion about right. the movie. Did you did you see that did you see that did you see this video that was going around? Yeah, I saw it, but I didn't watch it. Right. And I'm like, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird, but that's something that we right, say. Right, right, now. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um Thank you so much oh, for please, being on this show. Thanks for having show. me on. Oh, yeah. yeah, this, this has, has been, been a great. ton of fun. Yeah, this has been a blast. I is, appreciate it. Er, is there anything that you want to promote or Sure, plug? yeah. If you're, if you're uh, assuming, if you're listening to this, you're a podcast fan, I also have a podcast called High and Mighty. Search it on iTunes. I talk to different people about different things I love. Some stuff is movies, food, all, all different stuff, different experts, different comedians. 
And if come this December, if you want to watch Santa's in the Barn on True TV, it's a <laughs> cool. Santa. Speaking of doing things that aren't comedy for money, it's a Santa Claus reality show uh, that I host. A, that sounds uh, awesome. America's Next Top Santa, more or less. Oh my <laughs> god, he's killing it lately. Yeah, they're Adam doing ruins everything. Is yeah. really great. Everyone's watching. Oh, I love that, how to ruin. I'm on. Yeah. Adam I'm, is so great. Yeah, I'm on the Police episode. If anyone wants really? to watch oh, Adam wow. ruins everything, for while we're plugging just random other stuff, I'm yeah, in an episode. Please. Yeah, yeah, check that's it great. out. Yeah, awesome. And then uh, where can people find you online? Oh, at John Gabris on Twitter. No H in John or Gabris or go to Gabris.com. Uh, I mean, don't. H-H-H dot. <laughs> yeah. H-H-H dot backslash HTML forward slash. Uh, yeah. At John Gabris on Twitter. Message me about all the quotes I got wrong. I'd love to have oh, that man. conversation. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That'll oh, you know be what a happened good to me yesterday on Twitter that made me so excited? Oh, yeah. I wrote this joke, quote unquote. It's a shit joke. I just threw it out on Twitter. But it's like, all my photos are before photos. Uh-huh. Like, because mm. I just, I talking about recent fitness stuff, I took before photos with my wife took them of me and they're awful and I will <laughs> never share them with anyone. <laughs> but I took before photos. I'm like, I'm going to get in shape. And so I made this joke. I was like, oh, all my photos are before photos. Any picture you see of me could be the first one in a... And then someone wrote back, uh, someone just said, at John Gabriel's, Mitch Hedberg, exclamation point. Oh, and boy. I wrote back, are you referencing Mitch Hedberg's jokes that says, uh, every All picture of you are... is an old picture of yeah, me? Yeah, that's not and he the was same like, joke. And he goes... Yes, you got me. And I was like, no, you tried to get me. I didn't want to get you. You tried to call me out. But you're also calling out a fan of comedy who knows all of Mitch Hedberg's right, jokes. Right, yeah. yeah. And well, if it was, it would have been an accident anyway. Oh, Twitter is just hit and run. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just trying to like... Like Simpsons hit and run, which ooh, I got very excited about in the last episode. Oh. But anyway. <laughs> no, everybody's anyway, just guys. trying to be like, first, you know. Yeah, and yeah, it, everyone's it trying to be like, I got so him. Upset. Yeah. And I'm like, don't follow me. Yeah, don't. <laughs> if you're going to be, you know, the person in the back being like, like, just I posted, uh, I posted an intentionally bad throwback Thursday picture. That's what you do. And someone's like, this is really bad. And I'm just like, I'm not even going to waste my time and immediately <laughs> block them. Good on you. Good on you that you don't Bold. waste your time. Don't waste like, your time. I'll see other people just unravel in real time online. I love that know, we said, like, it. I posted a throwback Thursday photo of myself and we're like, good thing you don't waste your time on the internet. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I mean, I after know. that. <laughs> I'm glad you waste your time doing that. But after that, I is find when you it fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot out of it. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. Please. This has been a great time. You could find us on at Simpsons Pod and by emailing us at everything's coming up podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Julia, where can people find you? At Julia Prescott on everything. And I'm at Allie Gertz and uh, could eat at Arby's. We will see you next week. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Hey, these power sauce bars look pretty healthy. Oh, yes, that is a new item. No bar contains more applesauce. Mmm. A bushel of apples packed in each bar, plus the secret ingredient that unleashes the awesome power of. Apples! Wow! Gime? What's a gime? Oh, a gime.